Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we're going through Proverbs chapter 5, verses 12 through 14. So let's get it. And you say, how I hated discipline and my heart despised reproof. I did not listen to the voice of my teachers or incline my ear to my instructors. I'm at the brink of utter ruin in the assembled congregation. So when I interpret this, you know, I think it's Jocko Willink who says discipline equals freedom. This verse clearly kind of supports that and the fact that it is pointing out a lack of discipline will lead you to utter ruin. This person in Proverbs hated discipline, their heart despised reproof, they did not listen to their mentors, teachers, and instructors, and now they're at the brink of utter ruin. So now the entrepreneurial application of this is, first off, get discipline in your day, get your day aligned with your big, hairy, audacious goal. Measure your KPIs and hold everybody accountable to them. Your BHAG, your big, hairy, audacious goal, and your KPIs, your key performance indicators, are really going to ground you in your day. So five years from now, you want a $100 million business. What are the KPIs, the key performance indicators, the daily actions that you need to be doing today to get to a $100 million business? If you're alone in that business, first, you need to generate sales. So what are the activities that are going to generate sales? Make KPIs around that. X number of cold calls, X dollars, X number of dollars spent on ads to X numbers of appointments booked to X number of appointments closed. And then you receive funds and you can also make KPIs for customer satisfaction. Just like write down the activities and the steps you need to do and a way to measure them, those are your KPIs. And make sure they're aligned with your big, hairy, audacious goal. If you want to make $100 million, $100 million business, and you're at zero right now, first you need to get sales in the door, but then you need to start hiring people as quickly as possible because chances you make a $100 million business on your own, very slim, right? And so as you you know, pick your market, sell a high-ticket product, all that good jazz, and sales start rolling in, you start hiring people out to fill spots so you can focus on higher leverage activities. And so those are some of the KPIs you start with, maybe sales. And then your KPIs, you shift the sales KPIs to the sales guy you hire and you focus on marketing. Then you shift the marketing KPIs to your marketing guy when you hire that out and you focus on hiring. And then you get a hiring manager and you shift the KPIs. And honestly, I don't really know what a like CEO of a $100 million business does. Go check out the Hormozy pages if you want to kind of figure that out. But you're hearing what I'm saying. What are the daily activities you need to do to align yourself with your big, hairy, audacious goal? Maybe it's a million-dollar business. Maybe it's a $10 million business. Maybe it's owning 10,000 real estate units. It's like put out X number of offers, raise X number of capital, all that good jazz. So that's the kind of entrepreneurial application. Get those KPIs and then stay disciplined with them. Break them down into a daily action and then do that action every day and commit to doing the action, commit to the process. And you might go a year, you might go two years without seeing progress. And then you blow up in year three, right? And that's 
where it has shown up in my life. That's the thing with the daily podcast. I'm posting daily on the podcast. And while I'm posting daily, I'm putting out so much content, so much content, so much content. And in the middle of putting out so much content, I am also figuring out ways to increase my income outside the podcast and with the podcast, um, to be frank. And once I have the money flowing in for my increased income, I'll be able to invest more in the podcast. So right now, my Instagram reels aren't the sexiest. My TikToks are basically non-existent because I don't have the bandwidth to teach my VA how to post on TikTok, right? Um, my Zoom podcast, it's like, it's not a live studio like I want it to be one day. It's on Zoom right now. And so sometimes there are connection issues. Sometimes we have so many problems, right? There's so many problems. But the point of this is being consistent right now, being disciplined right now and setting the foundation. So that when I have more to invest in, more time, more energy, more funds, it will blow up and it'll be a lot better. And I will already learn the lessons that a podcaster needs to learn, like, you know, how to host a good interview, what questions to ask, how to engage with the guest, all that stuff, stuff I've gotten pretty good at, I would say, from hosting so many shows and the little tweaks you make to the show to optimize for the vision you have for the show. You know, as I put fuel behind it, I'll get more feedback more implementation, right? So my KPI, my BHAG of having a really big podcast and having a podcast network right now comes down to the KPI of posting a daily podcast right now. And my BHAG of this podcast getting big and having a podcast network across the country and across the world that gets big is a KPI in my bigger vision of being able to rally 1 billion people in a unified, focused, consistent manner to raise the standard of living across the world to middle-class America or above. So I got my really big BHAG, which is anchored by a smaller BHAG, which is anchored by a daily KPI. I will also say trading with my brother, we get really focused on when we're day trading, um, taking break-even trades, risk management, um, the type of trade we take, you have indicators for whether or not this is a good trade or a bad trade. Those are KPIs in a sense, in that an action aligned with this criteria is a check mark or an X. For example, is it a momentum trade in that there are two big red or green bars? Was there a good setup? Was the context of the trade right? All of those are KPIs for us. And if you can check it, you're good. If you put an X next to it, you're bad with that trade. And that's how we measure the quality of a trade and the quality of a trading day. And so where do I want this to show up in my life? I want more discipline throughout the day with money-making activity. I would say I know all this stuff about KPIs. I know all this stuff about BHAGs. But then when you really get into the meat of work, honestly, it gets redundant and it gets boring. And so having the discipline to keep doing the KPIs of like, for example, right now I'm working for a company that is helping get microgreens into restaurants because the vision of the company is to build a gospel garden network of sorts, right? Where you team up with churches to plant gardens to feed people who can't be fed. And so I really love that mission. I'm really behind that mission. It's aligned with my long-term mission, right? And so I'm selling for him right now. And I've noticed that like, I thought I was going to be able to systemize the sales really well. And it's probably gonna be a lot more tedious networking with chefs as opposed to getting a list and cold email blasting it and cold calling it. I'm probably gonna have to do a lot of research to find chef numbers, chef emails, chef social media 
in order to contact the chef because the owner of the restaurant is the easy contact info to get when I need to be talking to the chef. And so recently learning that like literally yesterday on Friday or Thursday, th this is my first like week starting. And honestly, I only had like one or two days of work and learning that makes me shift my KPIs instead of sending out a cold email blast as my first priority or shooting out 5,200 cold calls. It's maybe find the information for 20 chefs in the Austin area and shoot them a personalized DM. Like that would be a more effective sales strategy based on the new information. So as you get new information, you can shift your KPIs and I want my KPIs to be optimized for money-making activity. What's the most effective way for me to make money? And how can I implement that and reflect it in my KPIs? So um, the other thing there is that nothing seems to take eight hours to me. And so when I'm working a job and, you know, you're working eight hours, you're working 10 hours, nothing just seems to take eight to 10 hours. You know, outside of like producing content, like producing a podcast, it's going to take an hour to record. And that makes sense to me. But then when it comes to editing the podcast, you know, that might take an hour or two, but that's just not for me. Like, I'll just not edit my podcast and I'll just post it as I've been doing with this podcast, right? Um, and so maybe it's because I'm sacrificing quality um, for the sake of efficiency or uh, I, I don't want to say effectiveness because it might be more effective to have more quality stuff. But it's either I'm sacrificing quality for the sake of speed or... I'm not working on difficult enough tasks or just tasks in my genius zone where I'm happy to spend the time. And then it's like, well, should you actually be happy to spend the time? Maybe that's where discipline comes in. You just do it because it needs to be done, right? And so if you need to do something more quality and it takes four hours as opposed to one, then dedicate the four hours and just get it done. However, aligning that level of intensity and care with a money-making activity is where I need to connect the two. You don't want to spend four hours on something that's not going to be effective because honestly, there are tasks you can spend 16 hours getting done over the course of four or five days and you make no money from it. And there are tasks that you can do in two hours and you make 100, 200, 300, 500 bucks, right? And so it's about doing the right activity well. There we go. That's where I want to show up in my life and more discipline doing the right activity well. How can you guys apply this to your life? I would say just build discipline in a very simple way. Start with the time that you go to sleep. I would say the time that you wake up, but it is easier to control the time you go to sleep than the time you wake up. Because if you choose to go to sleep at an early enough time, you can wake up without an alarm, which I think is a bit healthier. And waking up with an alarm, you can also control the time you wake up. Like you just have the alarm, wake up at 5 a.m., wake up at 4 a.m., whatever it may be. I think waking up naturally it's just more natural. It's a bit better, <laughs> to be honest. And controlling the time you go to sleep requires more discipline. It requires you to say no in a manner that sets yourself up well. Waking up early doesn't always set you up well because you'll be tired. You'll be drowsy. Maybe you got three hours of sleep. But going to sleep every night at 9 p.m. requires a whole heck of a lot of discipline because you have to say no to a lot of stuff that you'd rather say yes to. And it sets you up well for the next day because you can wake up naturally at 5 a.m., 6 a.m., and feel great. And then you can get a lot done and you can go to sleep the next day at 9 p.m. because you're going to be tired. And so I would say just build discipline with something simple like that. Just go to sleep at the same time every night and don't let the weekends be a break. I'm a culprit of that. I'll let the weekends be a break. We'll be good uh, during the week. Go to sleep 9, 10, maybe 10, 30. 
even that's too far of a range, but we'll wake up consistently at around 5.30 to go to the gym. Then the weekends come, and I don't go to sleep at that time anymore. I'm like, I'll stay up till 12, and I'll wake up at 8 because I'm chilling. I got less stuff to do, right? And so, you know, just some things to think about when you think about discipline. There are going to be natural breaks for regular humans that calls for them to abandon their discipline. Don't abandon your discipline when those regular breaks come. Those are weekends, it's holidays, and don't be a machine. But weekends come every five days, right? And then you have a two-day weekend, and then five days later, it's going to be another weekend. Don't let your discipline break every weekend. It's just not worth it. And honestly, at that point, it's not really discipline. So that's all we got for you guys today on the show. Thank you so much for listening. And on that note, we'll see you on the next one. We're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.